Welcome to GCAF Manila Podcast. Listen to God's Word on the go and on demand. Also, we have this vaccine problem. Not only that it's about the supply, but yung opinion ng mga tao about vaccine ay nagbavary. Yung iba ay natatakot. Ayaw nilang magpa-vaccine. Yung iba ay uh, talagang desperado magpa-vaccine. Yung iba... Umaano sa pila, no? nagpapasobra pa ng vaccine. Meron ito tayong problem with the vaccine. Even the brand, no? meron mga biases with the brand na kung ano bang vaccine yung preferred ng mga tao, ng population. Also, we have this problem na marami pong mga businesses, maraming mga tao yung perhaps nawalan ng trabaho o mga businesses na nagsara because of COVID-19. Then, why are we still going to talk about Well, yan din yung question perhaps na meron din akong gustong uh, tanungin sa sarili ko. Why should I talk to the people about missions amidst the pandemic? And so to answer that, we need to go back to the origin of mission. Tan ba to nagsimula? No? It's just like when we are watching a movie, We need to know the context. We need to know where it all starts. So for this morning, in our study of our of our uh, series, sa ating missions mat ngayong umaga na ito, we are going to talk about missions in the midst of pandemic because for this morning, we're going to talk about of the redemptive history. We are going to study Saan ito nagsimula? San, bakit? Sapagkat meron ang kasabihan na hindi marunong tumingin sa pinanggalingan ay hindi makakaparoon sa paroroonan. And so, for this morning, we're going to study Genesis 1 to 11. We are going to have a walkthrough through, through 11 chapters. We are going to see the narrative where the redemptive history began. And so, let's have our seat belt on kung puma para nasa sasakyan we're going to have a walk through walk through pero nasa sasakyan no we are going to have a tour in 11 chapters po ng salita ng Panginoon in the book of Genesis now the reason why we are going to talk about missions in the midst of pandemic is because God's call for the great commission is unchanging. It's unchanging. I believe it is now more than ever that the urgency to bring the gospel to the lost, to those who are perishing, and to those who are in an unreached places are at an emergency level. It is still a high time for us to really get on the game And be intentional in reaching out people who have not yet heard the gospel. As, as we have said, the Great Commission, the call of God for Great Commission is unchanging. And for this morning, there are three reasons why we must continue to persevere in doing missions. Tatlong mga kadahilanan. Bakit tayo magpapatuloy? na gawin pa rin ang misyon ng Panginoon. Number one, 
is that God's redemptive plan never changes from the beginning. Number two, God's redemptive plan continues to be at work even in difficult situations. And then number three, God's redemptive plan will be fulfilled with His provisions. So let's see, yung sa ating pong point number one, God's redemptive plan never changes from the beginning. Let's look at the history of missions of God. Pag sinabi natin missions, it is also equivalent to the redemptive plan of God. Yung, kagust- yung plano ng Diyos na gusto niyang maligtas ang sangkatauhan. You know, from the very beginning, God created a perfect universe. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 2, you can see how God, through the power of His Word, ay nalika ang lahat. Sabi nga po na salita ng Panginoon, at ang Diyos ay nagsabi, at ito ay nangyari. Ito ay nagawa. Ito ay nalikha. And the statement na paulit-ulit in Genesis chapter 1 up to 2, he will, God will always say, and it was so. And He said, And God said, it was good. It was good. Ang creation niya is good. And we know that in the beginning, man had a perfect relationship with God. We can see that in Genesis chapter 2. Man is actually the representative of God in his creation to rule over the creation of God. He is like a vassal king. Meron isa siyang hari na namumuno doon sa kanyang, inassign sa kanya na pamumunuan pero siya ay accountable sa mas mataas na hari. Because in the garden, no, we can see that not only that man is only is a representative, representative of God in the creation, being the image bearer of God, but also he has a perfect relationship, intimate relationship with God. That's, that is in the beginning. God and man spent time together. No hindrance in their communication. Open and transparent communication. Hindi naihiya ang tao sa Diyos. Man had authority and dominion and man had an eternal purpose. Minigyan ng layunin ang tao. But we know what happened. There is what we call in the history, no, historical narrative ng existence and tao, the fall of man. You know, in Genesis 3, 1-3, makikita natin doon that man seeking to be like God. Of course, at first, when they were perfect, hindi nila ito uh, iniisip. But when there is a temptation and their hearts are being tested by the temptation, at ang Diyos nagutos na lahat ng prutas na nakikita nyo, you can eat it except one. Except one. Ano yun? The tree of good, a uh, tree of knowledge of good and evil. Isa lang. Imagine lahat ng prutas you can eat. Pero yung isa, ang hindi nyo kay, dapat kainin. Man seeking to be like God outside of God's plan. God created man para dalhin ang kanyang imahe. But the temptation tested the hearts of man 
that man, uh, na-reveal yung puso ng tao that the man is also desiring not only to be godly, but to have godlike power of knowing good from evil and seek it outside the will and plan of God. So in Genesis chapter 3, verse 1 to 3, we can see that they disobeyed God's clear command not to eat of the fruit of knowledge of good and evil, thus bringing in sin and death into the world, destroying God's perfect will and plan for men. Ano yung perfect will ba ng Panginoon? That they will be have an intimate relationship There is a perfect harmony between man and God, but because of sin, ang tao po ay nagkasala at ang kamatayan at pagkasira ng mundo ay dumating. Ano po, nagsimulang mag-degenerate ang mundo, pati ang tao. But the good news is, yes, man fall. Now this is the start of the revelation ng plano ng Diyos to redeem man. And I just want you to notice that it doesn't kumbaga, start on the middle, it start from the beginning. God unfolds yung plano niya. Anong plano niya? Iligtas ang tao. Immediately in Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, ni-reveal ng Diyos yung plano niya that one day, His perfect in His perfect time, in the fullness of time, the seed, the offspring of the woman, which is Jesus Christ, will crush the head of the serpent. Satan, sin, death. But the serpent will strike his ear, heel. Death of Jesus on the cross. Yung ibig sabihin yan. Here in this verse, Genesis 3.15, makita natin that from the beginning, hindi na po nagpatumpik-tumpik ang Panginoon, nandun na yung plano ng pagliligtas niya sa mga tao mula sa kamatayan at kasalanan. Mula sa verse po na ito, throughout the Old Testament, if you're going to read it, we can see that God working through human crisis and problems to fulfill ang kanyang redemptive Because if you're going to read Genesis 3.15, you will find out, ito yung sabi, I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring, and he shall bruise your head. In other words, through the childbirth, through the offspring of a woman. And can you see bakit hindi sinabing offspring of man? Bakit woman? Because it reveals yung plano ng Diyos that the Savior will come through a virgin birth. Well, and that offspring from a woman will bruise the head of the serpent. Yung nag-tempt, which is si Satan. And through crisis, kasi after verse 16, sinabi ng Panginoon sa woman na mahihirapan kang manganak na yung panganganak mo ay hindi magiging madali. Maraming, kumbaga, may pain in giving birth. Siguro noon, kung nanganak yung si, si Eva before nagkasala ang tao, baka madali lang siguro yung panganganak nila. No? But, but what I want to point out is, even on that pain, 
God used that to give salvation sa atin. What I want us to see through the, that episodes of history is that God, ang Diyos natin ay seryoso sa kanyang planong iligtas tayo. And we can see that in the very beginning of the Bible, Genesis, in the midst of the crisis, in the height of the fall of man, God had declared, I have a wonderful plan for you. Yes, you sin, but I have a wonderful plan and I have a plan to save you. It means that the God ng Biblia is a God that we can rely on, the, on His character. That if we are going to reflect on it, in whatever circumstance that we are having right now, we are sure that God is our Savior. God will save. There is a Hebrew word called Yasha. The meaning nito is God saves. Can you say it? Kunasan kayo? God saves. I don't know whatever you're experiencing right now, kung anong problema, anong difficulty, or uncertainties. Even great leaders will have uncertainties. Even the most intelligent person in the world will have uncertainties. But there's one certain thing we can rely on and never change us from the beginning. God saves. Amen. He will save us. That is the character of God. And that's what God revealed amidst the greatest fall of all. The fall of man. God declared, I will no, I will bring an offspring from the woman and that offspring will be the Savior. Isn't that amazing? Nag-fall na ang taong, inisip ng Diyos, paano ko siya iligtas? And that is the same, ano po, sa atin. A lot of times we think, pag tayo nag-fail o na-fail natin ng Panginoon, I cannot, hindi ko na siya malapitan. But you know what? Amidst whatever circumstance, amidst our weakness, amidst our failures, amidst our sin, ang iniisip ng Diyos at ang ginagawa ng Diyos, the thing that is working out in our lives is to save us. That's how great God is. The first episode of redemptive history is that God declares, I will save mankind. I will save mankind. There is a verse in Psalm 46, 1 to 3. God is a refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear through the, though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its water roar and foam. And with the redemptive history, the narrative revealed if God, in the midst of the fall of man, have promised how to save man, then indeed God is our ever-present refuge, our ever-present help. He doesn't help you when you 
when he see you na parang you are so you know perfect and wonderful and and you know when you are a person of of success in your spiritual journey as we have seen in the history of man god ang ating dios nagdeclare in the midst of the fall of man that he will save mankind and therefore whatever our situation is God saves. That's who He is. That's why it is the history. No, yan yung origin ng missions of God. You know, we do missions. Not us, hindi po us. Not us a philanthropist. Ibig sabihin, we don't do missions na parang philanthropist lang tayo. Na we love man. Yes, we are called to love men, but not as a philanthropist lang. Or for us just to feel good about ourselves. We do missions because we believe that God is the true and the very present help every person needs. He is the real help that we need. And because of that, we do missions. We believe in doing and persevering in obeying God even beyond our comfort zone because we believe God is the true and the very present help available to everyone. The second point, ano po, as we walk through in the 11 chapters of the origin ano po, ng redemptive history of man is this. In the narrative, we can see that God's redemptive plan continues to be at work even in difficult situations. Even in difficult situations, God, God's redemptive plan will continue to work. In Genesis chapter 6, verse 5 to 8, this is the narrative. The Lord saw the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every intention of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord regretted that he had made man on the earth and it grieved him to his heart. So the Lord said, I will blot out man whom I have created from the face of the land, man and animals and creeping things and birds of the heavens, for I am sorry that I have made them. If I'm going to stop at verse 7, it seems that this is the end of the redemptive plan of God. Let me just reiterate. In, in Genesis chapter 1, or Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, God declared, I'm going, I'm going to commit myself. I'm going to declare that there will be an offspring that will save mankind. And here in Genesis chapter 6, we see the effect of sin. Talagang sobrang makasalanan ng tao to the point that God, in the original, in the original sense, repented, regretted why He made man. This is the emotion of God. Ano po? Ito yung emotion ng Diyos. Parang sising-sisi, lungkot na lungkot. Offended na offended. And so he planned to wipe them out. 
So what's the crisis? Sukdulan na ang kasalanan ng tao at ang Diyos ay galit na galit. Paano nag-work si God? That's verse 8. Look at verse 8. But Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. I'm thinking, what made God? Parang makita niya yung, yung si Noah. Is it really about Noah? Or is it about God looking for solution so that yung pagliligtas niya sa tao ay magpatulong? I believe verse 8 is an example of the grace of God. That even, sobrang sukdul na yung kasalanan ng tao, sukdulan, na talagang offended ang kanyang kabanalan, he still find someone na parang I'm going to restart, I'm going to, to use this person so that my original plan of of redeeming, or I should say that my plan to redeem man will continue. Will continue. And we know that even the mission of Noah is impossible. Gagawa siya ng malaking arko, gagawa, uh, invite niya yung mga couples na mga animals na pinili ng Diyos maligtas. Wala pong dinosaur dyan. No, I don't know bakit kung wala na, kung wala na ba dyan mga dinosaur during that time. I don't know. And then, Noah never see a rain. Noah is in the middle of not, di ba, alam na mga seafarer to, pag sila gumagawa, ang dry dock nasa tabi ng dagat. Pero ang dry dock ni Noah, nasan? Nasa gitna ng plain. Malayo ang dagat. Another crisis na nakita natin. So natapos kay Noah, the Tower of Babel. So si Noah, mission accomplished siya. Naligtas, kumbaga, yung lahi ng tao, pati ng mga animals na, na preserved because God, kumbaga, give favor to Noah. Pero ito na naman ng tao. Because of sin. They want to be God. Or they want to reach God in a way na para sa sarili nilang, galing sa kanilang sariling kaparaanan. They build Tower of Babel. You know, that's the effect of sin eh. We want to be independent from God. We want to, you know, to prove God that we can do it apart from His help. And so, the Tower of Babel, let's see, the verse, that God uses the confusion of language as a strategy to further His redemptive plan. Paano nangyari yun? You know, after God cleansed the world by water, man once again stray from God's plan and build a tower as a monument to man's independence from God. In Genesis 11 verse 8, sabi ng Panginoon, So the Lord scattered them abroad from three over the surface of the entire earth. Dito po nagsilimula yung salitang languages. Diba? Every nation, every tribe, every tongue, or every tongue. Because ito yung kinonfuse ng Panginoon mga tao. Sabi dito, man united in one language seek to trust themselves more than 
trust God. The tower represented their achievement and invincibility. In Genesis 11:4, the Word of God said, Come, let us build ourselves a city, sabi ng mga tao, with a tower that reaches to heavens so that we may make a name for ourselves. Otherwise, we will be scattered over the face of the whole earth. The same mistake, ito pong ginawa nila, na ginawa ni Adan at Eva sa garden, seeking God's blessing of authority and dominion outside of the will and the plan of God. Ang utos kasi ng Panginoon is scattered. Kumaga, multiply and scatter. I-fill nyo ang buong mundo, pero ang gusto ng tao, mag, you, know, you just need to be in one place. In Genesis 11.9, In this walkthrough that we are go, we have, we see, therefore, the name of the city was Babel because the, there the Lord confused language of the entire earth. And from that place, the Lord scattered and dispersed them over the surface of all the earth. God confuses man's language and scatters mankind over all the earth. Why? Bakit? Ano po? Because if God will not do that, Then, alam naman natin, pag lumagpas ng ilang, ilang, pag, ilang, ano ba, ilang meters, I think, in, in 20,000, 15,000, maihilo ang tao. Pag tinasam pa nila, makapunta sa outer space, mamamatay yung mga tao. So, yun yung isang practical na pagliligtas ng Panginoon, but more than that, is they, God saved them from this kind of heart. Anong heart? That they will feel that they don't need God from their idolatry, from their uh, evil desire to achieve something outside the will of God. And I've, as I've said, dito nagsimula yung salitang tongue and languages. At ano yung sinabi ni Jesus Christ sa Great Commission? Every nation. Dito nagsimula ang nation. So, We are going to talk about bakit every nation yung sabi ng Panginoon because nagkaroon ng history sa Babel na may iba-iba na pong nasyon. Now, if we're going to look at it in our time, no? in our generation, we have seen 9-11 terror attack, war in Iran, war in Afghanistan, SARS, COVID, It may change our situation and circumstances, but God's call to worship, to serve, to, the, to disciple the nation, and to reach the unreached continue. The latest na nangyari, the Taliban takes control of Afghanistan. Perhaps we th- see it as a, a parang backstep on the plan of God of redeeming the people in Afghanistan, but we know People from different tribes from Afghanistan now go to other countries to seek refuge. And perhaps through that, the gospel will be heard from that tribe or any tribes ano po, and be demonstrated kung saan sila pumuntang bansa, kung ano yung Christianity without any limit as those Christians is going to take care of them. I heard from Pastor Morris that in Pakistan, they are... Also, taking care of, you know, mga batang mga Afghan na pumunta sa kanilang bansa. Yung mga 
not only is it a pastor Morris, but the Christian organization in Pakistan. Sometimes we always look at these events as a drawback to the plan of God in redeeming, but we've seen it in the Word of God that even in the midst of difficulties, God, God's plan will always work. God is working out something good. Actually, it's aligned on redeeming every nation in this world. COVID-19. Because of COVID-19, we have this theme, borderless, going beyond borders. Who would be not in the theme? Think three years ago, four years ago. Naito yung theme natin, or three years ago. Well, it's really beyond. Because now, because we cannot go and meet physically, hindi tayo makapag-meet physically, we are now shifting to doing online small groups, online meetings, online trainings, and online Bible studies. Yes, nothing will beat the physical meeting of the believers. But you know what? One of the great things that God has done and is doing because of this pandemic is that people are more you know more more soft on hearing the word of God mas gusto nilang makapakinig ng salita ng Diyos one example is the Saturday home bible study na meron ako 3 years ago it only comprises of four families. Four families. Actually, it was intended for their family only. Inopen lang nila yung kanilang tahanan that we are meeting around mga eight to ten person. But because of pandemic, yung mga, mga piskal na member na umaaten po dito sa ating Bible study na to is inviting their fellow piskals, mga piskal sa Manila. And they invite their relatives, they invite their, their friends, mga pamangkin. So it multiplies. What we are seeing as a drawback ay talagang pwedeng gamitin ng Diyos as to move forward na mas maraming mga taong makapakinig ng gospel ng Panginoon. As I've said, nothing beats the physical meeting of the believers but God utilizes ito pong online meetings natin para may share, may pahayag ang salita ng Diyos. You see, God can work even through difficulties. His redemptive plan continues. Situations and circumstances may change. But God's call and purposes for my life never change. God's call and purposes sa buhay niyo po at buhay ko ay hindi nagbabago. Ano ba yung plano niya? What's the declaration of God in Genesis 3.15? I'm going to, ano po? I-type niyo po. Redeem mankind. That's the plan of God. Because we live in a world na makasalanan, there is always the promise of God, I'm going to redeem you. If, if you are in a situation na parang hindi mo na alam ang gagawin, hear, hear this, God's redemptive plan continues. He 
even in our weaknesses. In fact, God uses the changing situations and circumstances to fulfill His redemption plan for His people. For His people. Now, maybe you are thinking, gusto ko talaga, Pastor, mag-ano, mag involved in missions. Gusto ko mag-participate, pero may handicap ako. May problema ako. May, may kahirapan nangyayari sa buhay ko. Hindi ako perfect. The good news is, if you're seeing yung stories in Genesis na nakita natin, the mankind, napakamakasalanan, napakasama, Tower of Babel, pero gagamitin pa rin ng Panginoon o ginamit niya magpatuloy ang plano niya ng pagliligtas sa sangkatauhan. The third point we're going to study in our walkthrough to the, through the redemptive history as we are going to really embrace that amidst pandemic, missions continue is that God's redemptive plan will be fulfilled with His provisions. God's redemptive plan will be fulfilled with His provisions. In continuing the call and purposes of Adam and Eve, we can see, no, let's go back to the garden. God provided yung garments of skin in the place of the glory of God that covered them. A symbol of God providing for man what he needs. They were ashamed when they are, kuma nakita nila, hubad-hubad kami. Naiya akong magpakita sa'yo, Panginoon, sa iyong presensya because hubad ako. At ang tanong ng Diyos, sino nagsabing hubad kayo? And then they made of fig leaves. Sila gumawa ng, ng damit, gawa sa mga dahon. Alam naman natin, pag nalantayan, ma- mawawala din. But God, you know, made a sacrifice killed two animals to create a covering for Adam and Eve. If I'm going, hindi kasi ito na record ng Bible, but if I'm going to imagine it because the consistency of the pattern of God, I will, in my theory, baka ang inislaughter ng Panginoon na maging kanilang damit ay gawa sa lamb skin. Gawa sa lamb skin. I don't know. But whatever animal yon, this is the you know, the symbolism, a symbolo ng Panginoon that God is going to provide what He needs. It is an introduction of sacrifice of an innocent in the place of the sinner. In Genesis 3.21, He also gave them set. Alam natin, namatay si, they lost Cain and Abel, di ba? Namatay si Abel, si Cain, Pinalayas, but God provided, anong kaninong lahi? Set. To pass on the great redemptive plan na meron ang Diyos. From the beginning, God is providing para matuloy yung plano niyang pagliligtas. Pagliligtas sa sangkatauhan. When God judged the earth with water and chose Noah to continue the generations of men, He provided the ark. 
so that Noah will be saved and his family will be preserved for the fulfillment of God's redemptive plan. Genesis chapter 6 to 8. God preserved the redemptive plan through saving his people from famine. That is in the story of Joseph. From being wiped out on the earth through Esther, you know, the Jewish people, until the ultimate provision has come. And finally, God provided Jesus, the sacrificial lamb of God that takes away our sins. In the most inconvenient time, where there's a, another ruler ruling in the realm of Israel, God provided. That's how God is so committed in the redemption plan of man. And the provision na binigay ng Panginoon is not just a soldier from one of his millions of angels, but his ultimate treasure he provided as the most expensive, the most supreme, available, na ma-assign yung assignment to redeem us, and that is, on, that is his only son, Jesus. What is the point I'm trying to say? This is the commitment of God. This is the commitment of God. From the beginning and in Jesus Christ. He's so committed to redeem man. To redeem mankind. So if you're going to focus on who God is from the beginning, sabi ko nga po sa mga tinuturuan natin, minimentor, if there's one theology you need to master, Master the theology of salvation and of who Jesus is. We can be different on our view on the end times like pre-millennial ka ba or post-trib ka ba or pre-trib ka ba. I don't care kung magkakaiba tayo dyan, but ito. Because this is the beauty, the center of God's glory is found in the provision of His redemption sa tao. He gave Jesus Christ the only Son of the Father. The Lamb that takes away our sins. And in Romans, it was said, baka sinisip natin, so what does it mean sa current na buhay ko? Sabi ng salita ng Panginoon, if God spare not His Son for us, ano pang hindi niya kayang ibigay sa'yo? Perhaps a lot of us is worrying, can I finish the call of God? Perhaps, Church leaders of Jig of Manila is thinking, can we finish our race? Let me declare this. Not because we are great, not because we are good, not because we are intelligent, but let me just say, God is committed to provide what we need or what He needs to finish what He has started. And in our time today, God's provision to spread out the gospel is His church. You and I. Have, have you ever wondered that even through thick and thin, the church of God continues 
In the first century, we, the, the church of God was bombarded with persecution, murders, and genocides. And yet, 2,000 years later, we are still here. We are standing strong. And then Satan infiltrated us with false teachings, false theology. You know, the, the prosperity gospel movement infiltrated the church. And now, there's a problem of nominal Christian rising in the ranks of Christians in their churches. But still, I still believe that the church is the provision of God to spread out the gospel in His church and there is no plan B. We are the provision of God to spread the news that God provided Jesus. Na siya yung tagapagligtas po natin. And that is our mission. Yan yung ating mission order. Yan yung ating purpose sa buhay. Look at the history. Find courage on this truth. God is our Yasha. God saves. God saves. Someone observed, God's provision is exactly what we need when we need it. God is never going to give us half of what we need. He's going to give us just what we need at just the right time. Maraming beses iniisip natin at hindi natin nakikita kung paano ang Diyos kumikilos sa buhay natin at sa ating mga ministeryo o sa pagsunod natin sa kanyang mga purposes. There's sudden death of a loved one's Sudden change of career, sudden resignation of a manager, sudden, you know, there's a sudden changes. A lot of times, nabibigla tayo. But you know what? God is at work in our lives. He will continue to provide for us because it didn't come the way we thought it should be. Yan yung isip natin, kaya hindi natin makita. Or it didn't happen in the timeline na ginawa ko. That we thought ito yung pinaka-best. You know, the big hindrance why we cannot see the work of God is because we have ideas of what God should provide, how He should provide, and when He should provide. And most of the time, yung ating preconceived idea, it doesn't happen that way. Because it is God's mission. It's not ours. It is plan, not ours. He knows what's best and He will provide exactly when we need it and how we need it. My challenge is, as we pursue missions amidst the pandemic, we can only do that when we trust God's provision. And let me ask, let me ask this, in our walkthrough, in the redemptive history of God, Nakita niyo po ba that God is committed sa kanyang plano? And when we say you are committed in a plan, you will provide and do what is necessary to finish what you start. Paul said in Philippians, being confident of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you will be able to accomplish it even at the day of Christ. Age and the end of age. James Hudson Taylor said, God's work done in God's way will 
never lack God's supply. It will never lack God's supply. As we close, we ask the question, what is the future? Post-COVID pandemic, paano ito babaguhin yung buhay natin? Paano ito babaguhin yung ating simbahan, yung dynamics ng ating simbahan? Paano ito babaguhin yung future ng ating mga bata? Sa ngayon, wala po talaga makapredict ano ang buhay after COVID-19. We can only imagine. Are we, our families and church ready for the challenge of our time and our generation? Will we allow God that amidst the pandemic, we will allow God that we will be used as His provision for the next generation to know Jesus? Are we sensitive to how and where God is moving in this time? It's pandemic. Seeing God's commitment, I believe with all my heart, missions continue. It's your choice. Will you be part of it? Seeing the history, God is always winning. Even, akala natin hindi. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, for the walkthrough through the redemptive history of mankind. How you, from the beginning, declared that you are Yasha, God who saved. How you have seen, make us see that whatever circumstances and difficulties in the midst of that, you will help us. And you will continue to pursue their plan. We have seen in your word, O oh God, that you will provide. And we are challenged by your word that in this, in this generation, we are the provision you have given as lights for this world. Thank you, Lord. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Join the GCAF Manila community on Facebook and other social media platforms for more. Together, let's continue to obey beyond borders.